Did you know that it's possible to raise your littles to want to listen to you without the use of consequences, rewards, and bribes? Hi, I'm Kaylee Zeyer, and this is the Chaos to Connected podcast, where we discuss simple yet effective parenting strategies to manage those pesky behaviors we go to bed at night hoping will be gone tomorrow. We're going to stand up to societal norms of disconnection, shaming, and punishments so we can take a deeper look into our child's heart. It's there you'll find connection, and there where you'll find more peace, obedience, respect, and joy. So what are you waiting for? We know those behaviors aren't going to go away on their own. Let's dive in. Hey friend, welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited that you are here today and listening in. Today we're going to talk about how to create a yes environment. And if you have no idea what that is, it is, have you ever seen the Yes Man movie? The goal is that we're saying yes more often than we're saying no. And I would say even by like tenfold, because what I've found is that when we can say yes more, the no's are taken much better because we're not saying it all the time. Our kids are like, oh, mom's actually saying no to that. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you three things to consider. The first one is going to be very hard for you. It's very hard for me, but it is truly transformative in your mothering or parenting. And that is stop multitasking. (laughs) I know we think that we get more done that way, but it's not true. (laughs) We can't be half in different things, especially when it comes to parenting our children. When we are half paying attention and half doing something else, we are creating an environment of disconnection with our kids. And you likely see in those moments, just, you know, take a quick scan around or like attend to it the next time you find yourself multitasking or the next time you're with your kids and all of a sudden they're fighting with each other. Think back, was I paying attention to them, like my full attention, or was I like, oh, they're playing, so I'm going to do this quick. Because so often, that's when the behaviors come, is because we're in the middle of multitasking, and our kids think that we are not paying attention to them, especially when they're craving it and desiring it and thinking that they're getting it. And then as they become disconnected, there's where the behaviors start to come out and the fighting happens more often. So I'll just encourage you, when you are parenting, just be the mom. Don't worry about all these other things that you have to do. There's lots of podcasts, lots of advice on how to fit all the other stuff in your schedule, and I know it's challenging. Trust me, I do. And it's something that I am continuously working on, but I've just seen so much fruit when I can, and and even for my own mental health, my stress load, my brain capacity, when I can just focus on what I'm doing in the moment, it's so much better. And then it's, you know, like I said, better for our children as well. Number two, ask yourself, do I want to say no because I don't feel like doing it? Or am I needing to feel some sense of control? Or is it actually unsafe or impossible, you know, like your child wants to go to the moon or something? 
you know, because so often, a lot of times the reason we say no is just because we don't feel like doing it. And since we're in charge, it's easy enough for us to say no. And our kids have to handle it because they can't make us do it, you know? So really ask yourself, do I just feel like saying no? Or is this something we actually can't do? And if you find yourself saying, I just feel like saying no, or I'm tired, I would really challenge you to switch your answer because not only is this going to help the environment and the connection in that environment and decrease some of the chaos and the behaviors and all that, it is going to just fill you with joy. Like so often we miss these little joy-filled pockets of opportunity because we just don't, we're tired or we've been multitasking and our brain feels exhausted or we can't think of what to play. But when we can stop the multitasking and start shifting our attention to like, "Mm, I don't really feel like doing it, but my child would feel really connected and special if I just did this with him or her. And it's amazing what the little bit of you know, push to engage can really do. And you'll find yourself shifting into like, wow, this is really fun. So I would really encourage you to do that. And then number three, set up your areas and your home and the environment for success. And that means if you have a toddler, you know, sort of like baby proof, but for all ages, if you have a toddler, obviously you need to be paying attention to what's at their level Because we can't expect them to be obedient when we're putting things out there that is asking them, like, come touch me, come see what I am, because that's what their job is as a toddler, okay? They're meant to explore. This is how they're learning. And so it's not really fair for us to, you know, put all these things out there and then say, no, you can't touch that. Oh, don't touch that. And then be upset. So think about that as you're setting up the environment and wanting to set them up for success. And then when you are outside the home or you are somewhere where it is not toddler proof or whatever age child you have, think about the cues that you can provide them. I've seen a lot of times where a child might touch something that's breakable and and, and it's immediate like, don't touch that, put that back. And it's almost taking the child back when we could use that as a learning opportunity. I mean, unless they're like suddenly going to swat it off the shelf, you have a second take a deep breath, understand that there's curiosity there. Maybe they haven't seen that before. They don't know what it does. And remember, developmentally, it's appropriate for them to seek these things out and to try to figure them out and to be hands-on with them. But we can acknowledge and explain what the things are and why it's important that we don't touch it or that it's going to break. So often we just want to say, no, don't touch that, don't do that. But we don't take the time to educate our kids on why. And if we can just explain things or acknowledge like, oh, that looks so cool, doesn't it? We actually can't play with it though, because if we drop it or accidentally knock it off the shelf, it might break. And kids get that (laughs) and that's how they learn. But a lot of times it's not natural for us to be explaining things out loud all the time. We just know, oh, that's breakable, so we can't touch it. But we don't take the opportunity to actually explain that to our child. And so I'd really encourage you to think about that the next time you're out, because obviously we're going to be in environments that aren't set up for children or 
certain age of children or we're going to be in a restaurant or something. And in those instances, explain things to your child. They can get it and they can learn, but not if you are just quick to, you know, snap at them and um, pull them away versus using it as a learning opportunity. Okay, and now I want to give you one more bonus tip. So if this feels really hard for you to create all of these things like stop multitasking, ask yourself if you actually just want to say no and don't feel like doing it, and then setting up your areas, if, if that feels kind of hard, I would encourage you to start with special time. And you can start with short periods of time because what special time is, is it's playing with your child, you know, one-on-one, but they're in control and they get to tell you what to do. And so this might be a really good opportunity if you're like, well, I don't, you know, I don't really want to play a lot of things. I don't want to say yes to a lot of things they want to do. Then this is a timed opportunity So you know it's coming to an end, you know it's not going to last forever, where you can start to fully engage and create that yes environment during special time because you literally have to. You don't have any other choice. And as you get more comfortable with it, then you can start to transition it into your more regular daily life. So I am going to put a link in the show notes if you want more information on how to actually implement special time. I did record podcast episode number one all about it, and I also have a free ebook, so I'll put those links in the show notes if you want to learn more, but I would really encourage starting there if you feel like other things are a little bit too overwhelming. So I hope that was helpful. Go out and create your yes environment. Real quick before you go, if you felt encouraged and inspired by listening to this show, I'd love for you to leave a rating or review over at Apple Podcasts so we can spread the word to help other mamas feel less alone and find beauty in the behaviors. You can also take a screenshot of this episode, share it over on your Instagram stories, and tag me at Kaylee Josire, and we'll all do a little happy dance together. I love nothing more than to cheer you on along this journey. This work is so hard, but don't forget God has not only called you to it, but he has equipped you for it. Now go get connected. I'll see you next week.